You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Mommy Meets World. Uh, this is your host, Mama Bree, or Bree, whatever you call me. Uh, make sure you're sharing this podcast with a friend. You can share with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, a stranger, whoever. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited you're here. Let's get it popping. Today's topic is close to home. I also have a guest that is close to home. Um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest first. So we have my now fiance, Colin. Fiance. Fiance. Um, For those of you who didn't know, I got engaged a couple of weeks ago. Um, And Colin is the very lucky man. Yes, I am. You are. Super lucky. It's a blessing. And you're welcome. Yes. (laughs) So I wanted to have a discussion and a conversation today because as a parent, I hope you don't think you know everything and I hope you don't think you're supposed to know everything. As a parent, I find myself in these moments, um, even now that I'm unlearning things from my, my childhood, unlearning things that I thought about parenting, because when you parent your own kids, you have to know that everything is not going to be the same as how you are parented or how you thought that things were supposed to go when you were parenting. So I wanted to have Colin on because now we're parenting together. Um, Just to make it clear, I still pretty much, I consider myself, a single mom is not a good way to put it, like as I'm getting married. Because you're not single in the traditional sense. Not in the traditional sense. But you're single as in unwed. Yes, I'm single. No, not just as I'm in unwed. Like, you're my parenting partner, but I'm still, I don't know. No, I don't I'm know saying, how to put it. What I'm saying is that you're not single. You're not single. I'm an parenting. engaged mom. Right. But, you know, you say single mom, it's just single as in the fact that you are unwed. Not that you are single as far as parenting your kids by yourself. Oh. Which is what I was saying. Oh, I, I don't think we were saying the same thing. We were not saying the same thing. That's okay. why I was kind of trying to, trying to clear it up. Let's put a little, uh, let's, let's table that discussion. All right. <laughs> and we'll talk about it later. Okay. Because I still consider myself to be a single mom because I am, you know, the, the kids that I have. Colin has his own kids. I consider you to be a single dad. I'm not. You are. Those your, Those are your kids. Even though I love your kids so much and you love my kids so much, we're not the original parents. We ain't the OGs. True. So I feel like, I, I just mean in that sense, there's, there's got to be a better definition. Like, you can't just be a single mom or a not single mom. Because you could be a single mom and have a man, you know? Right. Which is, Which is why I don't consider myself a single dad because I have you. Oh. Again, let's table this discussion. <laughs> Dang. Well, that's something to talk about. That's another episode, but we're going to get into this one. So Colin and I have had, we did not have similar upbringings um, at all. We're from the same place. So we're from Raleigh-ish because I was born in Providence, but I I often get on him because I'm like, well, it's like like a funny thing. I don't feel like we were raised the same. He didn't see a lot of the same things that I saw just, you know, dealing with like being poor and stuff like that. Not that your family had a whole bunch of money or nothing. Like you ain't balling. You're laughing, but this is real. Like I I didn't know that we were sharing this type of stuff with everyone, or well, at least hey, uh, here we are. Here we are. Let's go. Let's go. So we had a different upbringing. Like um, Colin is from a two parent household. Even though his parents were divorced, his parents were very much both a part of his upbringing. Um, I am from a divorce home where I had a wonderful stepfather that stepped in, but my biological father did not raise me. Um, I don't, I have a relationship with him, but it's weird at best. (laughs) But see, this is how you can go too, right? Because you were divorced parents like Mm me. Um, Your mom married someone else who was there. He was a provider. I love my stepfather with all of my heart and I consider him my daddy. 
He was not there. He was a provider. He didn't get there until I got older. Like discipline, things like that, he was never involved in. Okay. Did you know that? Well, I mean, I, I see him and I know him to be there. Right. right? Um, that's, that's what I know and that's what I've seen. So even with my parents who, who split and um, my mom, uh, she remarried uh, twice. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, but yeah, I, I had my two parents, but I also had my stepfathers. Do you think that they like were like, because I mean, you talk about them like cliff notes, like real short. And I understand it's because we're not in that time or whatever. But did they really contribute to your upbringing? Yes and, and no. no. Uh, and, you know, the male figures in my church mm -hmm. uh, was also there for me. So like, I feel like I had a lot of male you know, I feel um, you. Assistance, right? Or my mom had a lot of male assistance, but there's like and a my dad was always my dad, right? But your dad was always your dad. Is the point that I'm trying yes. to make? Like yes. your dad was central, standing strong. Like, hey, Mr. Clarence, if you ever listen to this, my my DNA dad, your DNA dad, my was bio dad, as there. We say, yeah, yeah. Yes. So my bio dad was not there, and even though I had a great role model in my, you know, in my dad, my stepfather dad. I don't consider him to be like, like he didn't help raise me. He more kept the environment stable enough for my mother to raise me. Yes. Get it? Get it. I got it. Okay. All right. So that was a, wow. That was a discussion. Now as a fiance. As a fiance. Right. Fiance. Um, and having a man who you're going to marry and who's mm -hmm. going to be the stepfather of your children. Um, speaking from the role that you had of your stepfather. Y'all are night and day. And what, what do you want though? What do I want? <laughs> this is crazy because we're already engaged right. and I'm asking you now. Well shit, what this want. what a better because, time. <laughs> I mean, cause I've, I've, I've always viewed your stepdad to have, and I thought you viewed him too as, you know, not just there for you as a provider, mm -hmm. but there for you as a person, a father. When even. do you see me like talk to my dad, like on the phone, like on some really deep, I need advice, I need help type shit. I mean, just that does not a father make. But that's what a father makes to me because I never had that experience. There is not like I can ask my dad if push comes to shove, but there's no one that I naturally turn to to be like, OK, you're my father or father figure. Please help me make this decision from the, the point that you stand as the man who helped raise me or raise me. Okay. So, but what do I want? Like, I want what you, what you provide because I am more particular about the boundaries, you know, and you are not at all. So, um, and we're like on another subject completely, but Hey, fuck it. We this here. Is different. This is different. But, um, when I met your kids, you were pretty much like, listen, nigga, <laughs> I am the parent. Like, I am the primary parent. If you are going to date me, you are going to also date my kids. Like, it's just life. Right. Like, this is the situation that I'm in. And when I, when I, you know, we had that conversation initially, I was like, um, that's cute and all. But I'm really like, I don't, I want to keep some kind of separation and boundary between my kids and meeting you. We had, we had different points of views right. going in. Just, I don't know if it was just based off of experiences because, you know, the experiences that I had since me and my ex-wife split, mm -hmm. um, you know, just my kids being involved or not being involved, it proved to be a thing. And mm -hmm. for me, what I knew is, all right, if I'm going to go and I'm going to date somebody and I'm going to see some type of potential future there, then my kids have to be in it because they are a big part of the potential future. And that's a good point. And see, my point of view was you kind of keep that separate. Like it's a gradual introduce, but it's not a, hey, boom, we in there. And I had a, hey, boom, we in there with you. But I can't say you weren't wrong. It's just Different. the way you did things versus the way I did things. And I still got to do my little ease in, you know, with my kids to make me comfortable. I don't know if you did that um, purposely 
to make me more comfortable or you just was like, fuck it, we gone. Well, I mean, <clears throat> we, I, I remember us having those conversations and mm-hmm. not really being on uh, the same page. But what I think we ended up doing was doing a kind of middle ground for right. both of us. And it worked out for us. It did work are. out for us because I, um, you know, the relationship that my kids have with you, because like your relationship with my kids is irrelevant right this second. I'm more interested in the relationship my kids have with you. And I think as they grow up and when they grow up, they will come to you because they see you as a person who is safe to come to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I want that. Yeah. And I think that's the goal. And it's not that my stepfather was unsafe. He just wasn't open. Like my, my stepfather just started saying like, I love you as an adult. Like as I was an adult, did I know he loved me? Of Of course. course. But he wasn't, he's not touchy feely, mushy, mushy. And you know who I am as a person. I need that to right. be able to connect to somebody. I need you to be touchy, feely, mushy, mushy. You know what? I I kind of wish we could have this conversation with him because I'm curious as to his approach because maybe he thought or maybe he felt that he didn't want to overstep. So mm-hmm. he just did his job, made sure that the house was there and the house ran. And that's just what he thought felt right he should do and i would never have this conversation with him because i would never want to offend him he's too important to me and people get offended when you say when you said this is my experience and this is what i felt because they may not have put that out there but that is the consequence as a person who's misunderstood sometimes i definitely understand a lot of times but the difference is we we talk through things or we try to at least talk to well i argue first then I calm down right. and then you shut down and then you calm down and then we come back and we talk about shit. Right. So, but we have the conversations that we need to have. Right. Which are different conversations when you're talking about your partner as opposed to a parent. Right. And, um, you know, I didn't see your notes for the show, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure all the way that you were going, but one of the things that I had when I was growing up and one of the things that you know, a lot of kids have is that you're not allowed to have conversations. You're not. You're not. Um, you know my mama. Right. And, you know, it's it's like even dealing with your feelings or whatever, you just, because everything is viewed as, um, you know, disrespectful. And then you're like, hey, you know what? I really don't like that. And the answer is, it doesn't matter if you like it. This is what it Don't is. Dis- Let's start there then, because that's one of the biggest things that I had to unlearn, right? Um, people get on me for the way I let Jaden talk to me or the things I let her talk to me about. But I was raised in a house where children do not have opinions. Right. You don't have opinions. And I think we're really similar on that. Like, I know your daddy. Like, it's, I mean, even as a grown up. Like, even me seeing your personal relationship with your dad, your dad will let you have opinions to a certain extent because you're grown, but he gonna reel that shit in, like. And he reels it in quick. Very quick. And it's, it's one of those things, um, and I think we had a conversation like this not too long ago. I remember saying to you, like, once relationships are established, That's it's hard it to is. change. Right. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about kids coming back, from, back college from college and, all, yeah. and everything. But, yeah, even me being grown, I mean, my dad is still my dad. and um, It's the cutest because his know, dad is really, really, really still his dad. He really calls his dad daddy. It is one of the most beautiful, precious relationships that I've ever seen in my life. And I thought that it was some kind of unicorn myth that black men and their fathers were like this. Because I've literally never seen this kind of relationship between a father and a son as long as I've lived. And... It's good, it right? Very good. And but at the same time, I'm still his son and advice is not always advice. Mm-hmm. It's a directive. Mm. And um even when the directive comes off as advice, it's like you still know because you know your father well enough to know that this is not no fucking advice. This is this is what you need to do. I'm telling you what to do. <laughs> but you're grown, so I'm going right. to disguise it. But I'm telling you what to do, Um, which sometimes I can appreciate and other times I hate. Right. But it's I hate to say this because it's not fair to say, but I'm like, you know, you should feel fortunate that you even have that. 
But you shouldn't feel fortunate that you even have that because that's very much what the norm should be. Should. And, you know, you should be able to have, you know, these conversations. But this is this whole conversation that we're having is the same conversation that we have about our girls. Yes. So we have four kids combined. Jaden is 14. Uh, Chelsea is about to be, well, Jaden is about to be 13. Chelsea is about to be 14. Jameson is five. And Dylan is 11. Why do I always want to say 10? I don't know. So bad. I don't know. But Dylan is 11. So the dynamic is the boys are the boys. Like, we don't have to have these super deep parenting discussions of like about the relationship that we have with the boys because right now the boys just be wild they be doing what they want to do and we're just as parents keeping them safe and happy and well right which is how a lot of parents deal with boys anyway yes which is how boys end up you know but that's not we can we can say that that's how boys end up because there 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 are times where i have to parent jameson harder especially when it comes to areas around consent Especially when it comes to areas about <clears throat> how you treat people, how you treat women, how you treat yourself, self-esteem. <clears throat> so I do those things, but what I meant to say, or what I more mean to say is like, with teenage girls, the totally time different. is now. Totally like, we different. are deep in the shit, yes. like, with them. And we we often talk about disrespect. So my thing with, um, I have a very, we both have the same blind spot. We were so shut down as kids that we just let our daughters, you know, go. And it's a personality thing, but it's funny because Jaden has a very passive personality. Chelsea has a very fiery personality. So we deal with the same struggles on different levels. Like with Jaden, I'm like, tell me your opinion. She'll tell me once if I say anything to her, she'll completely shut down. I don't want to do, I don't want to talk. I'm fine. I'm good. You know? And I'm just like, dang, when I was younger, I really wanted my parent to like have that follow up. Like, okay, talk to me about it. And Jaden is not giving me that. She does not give me that a lot of times. Like, it'll be between tears because she's held stuff in so long as an introvert or, you know, a a more introverted extrovert that she doesn't, she never talked to me about it. And then on your side, Chelsea is just like, I'm going to say whatever I want to say and you can deal with it the way you want to. And Chelsea is a, she is a monster of my creation. Yes. I remember, I remember very specifically, very vividly having a conversation with her when she was six or seven because I didn't want her to be the type that doesn't say anything Mm -hmm. and I remember being shut down and I wanted to make sure that she wasn't shut down so I would even I would make her tell me whatever I would make her Mm -hmm. um you know express herself I would even say hey look if I tell you no it doesn't necessarily mean no I am dealing with that (laughs) Cause, because I was like, look, if you ask me for something and I say no, right? If you really want it, you should come back with a better reason why I right. should say yes. If you really want it, you need to fight for it. And yes, I'm your parent. Yes, I say no. And it's so funny because I find myself saying to her, I said no. Get out of my face. Right. But I trained her. To do this. And now. To, to, to go for mm-hmm. what you want. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna give you anything. If somebody closes the door on you, you fight and you try to still get that door open or you look for a window and if it comes from one person, you come back to that person. And it's fucked up because this is what you'll need as a grown woman. Which is what I was thinking about, right? I, but it's kind of nigga. It's kind of backfiring. Right. As a as a as raising her and now raising her with you. But it's it's funny because me and Chelsea have a completely different relationship. One is because she's familiar with me and she knows me. I'm not her mom. So right. I'm not her parent. So I have to say, nah, that's it. We good. It's a no. She will literally, immediately, okay, I'm cool with that. And she'll go. So she knows how not to do it, but she just don't do it with you. I mean, hey. You know? And then, like, back to Jaden, it's like, um, 
I wanted so desperately, you know, you have those moments when you're a kid and you get into it with your mom or you get your ass whooped or whatever. You go back, when I, when I have kids, I'm never doing this shit. <laughs> like, and that was my moment always. When I have kids, I'm going to listen to them and they're going to, you know, actually have a conversation and I'm not going to just shut them down. And it's crazy because you've literally seen me be like, well, all right, Jada, what is it? Like, you clearly mad about something. I will have to drag shit. Yeah. out of her and it's like I don't see it as disrespect I, I don't think I've ever had the conversation with Jaden like you are directly being disrespectful because my direct my she's disrespect, not she's not a disrespectful kid but also my disrespect meter is very low because with black parents disrespect is you slammed the damn door in my house you ain't got these damn lights up everything is disrespect well, I mean slamming doors could actually Even be if it's disrespect accidental, well, I mean, accident. I should have said that different. because in my household, I got my door like I was a door slammer or whatever when I was mad. But even if I closed the door too hard, like and not been mad or whatever, then stop being disrespectful. Or if I question anything, right? Anything. Now that's now that's that was, where yeah. that's where it gets tricky. And my mom, it's it's crazy because you've literally heard me have these conversations with Jaden, and I it's fucked up. But I have to tell her like what I what we do in this house is what we do in this house. Please don't go to my mama, your grandmama's house, or please don't go to Nana's house, your great-grandmother's house, and start questioning them. You got to just hold it because they will call me in a heartbeat like, Jaden's being so disrespectful, and you and I both know Jaden is not She's not a disrespectful child. I remember it came up a few times right. that she was, she was being disrespectful. Right. And I use air quotes when I say disrespectful. Um, but that's <clears throat> the... That's the difference. You know, you're right. with your grandparents and what goes on at home, which is which is what you want from her in life. It is. I don't want my child to be, first of all, I don't want her to be that kind of parent if she chooses to be that a parent in general. I don't want her to be the kind of parent that thinks that blinking is disrespectful. Like everything is disrespectful. Breathing is disrespectful because that's a very sore spot for me. Right. I got my ass whooped a few times over some shit that was air quote disrespectful. Yeah. That wasn't, I did not intend for it to be disrespectful. And I even got into it with Nana about that. Remember when she came back and it was a whole, she's being down. I was like, was she disrespectful or did she just disagree? Right. Was it a, a real disrespect thing? Or because, I mean, my grandmother got on the phone with me like she Jaden knocked her upside her damn head. Like, I can't believe that she would question me about it. And I'm like, okay. It's just a, a barrier difference how you raise your child. But honestly, I felt good about it. Like, good. Because she said Cause something. Because she said something. Which is, <clears throat> which, which is all you want. Which is my goal. I don't want Jaden to be weak in the sense that if someone says something, just like you and Chelsea, if someone says something, that's it. You always have your way that you can do things. You always can remove yourself from a situation. You have the power to speak up. I think that um, me not ever having the power to speak up directly um, resulted in my dating life being trash for so long. Why? I just didn't want to speak up because I knew it would be an argument. Because that was always my experience. So when I was mistreated or when I would, didn't like something, I'm like, shit, am I really going to call this out? Or am I just going to say, fuck it, like. Right. Because because you've, you've known and you've been trained that if you have a disagreement. Right. Right. Your opinion doesn't matter and your voice cannot be heard. And you take that with you. Not just in, I mean. You take it for life. Like you, you take it for life. And you know, like. You do. I'm, I'm a brand new bitch, like for real, because I had to unlearn all this stuff, right? But I mean, even like speaking in our relationship, like I told you immediately, or I tell you immediately when I don't like some shit, like it's never like a, oh. No, it's pretty immediate. It's pretty immediate, yeah. but it's, I have to, I don't, I, I have to do that. Like it, it keeps me sane. It keeps me. Thinking like, okay, I'm protecting myself in the ways that I need to protect myself. And I want Jaden to have the same thing. So let's talk about, well, you were spanked as a kid, of course. I was. Correct? I was. How were you spanked? Mom and dad, tell me. Um, I was spanked by my mom more than my dad. Mm -hmm. um, my dad. My dad only really, you know, did the spanking when he felt it was necessary mm -hmm. um which 
you know, really wasn't that much. Um, I remember, you know, one time in fifth grade, um, I was having some, some like problems in school. Like behavioral problems or like school problems? It was, it, it was me like Your not, mouth? not caring. No, oh. not caring. And my grades were, were suffering and like some notes came home and, um, or some notes on my report card. Oh shit. Um, and you know, like I had to, I had to get it. But after that, um, it might just be like, you know, a pop in the head or, or something like that. It it wasn't like full drawn out spankings. Like I remember getting, um, with my mom or, um, you know, your, your grandma say, Hey, you know, you got to go grab that, you know, go outside and grab a switch. You got a switch, switch pop. I mean, you know, sometimes things, <laughs> sometimes things. Had, Nothing had was to, scarier had, had than picking down. your own switch because you was going to get beat double if you didn't pick the right switch. So, I mean, you had to, you had to go outside and get one a few times, but you know, she didn't do that too often either. Right. And I, I really don't remember getting hit like past, you know, teenage, early, early teenage years. Your mom sounds like my mom with the. You know, I will hit you if I'm irritated. I will hit you if you want my nerves. I will hit you like, you know, like that kind of spanker. Not like a, but your mother scares me. Like as a grown ass woman, your mother has a tone in her voice that will make me stiffen up. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. You know what I'm thinking I mean, about, right? You know, that's, that's years of, you know. Yo, so, um, funny story about, um, Colin's mom. We, have this idea. This is pre-COVID. We did a, a brunch for your dad's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, for your dad's birthday. And so I had done all this legwork. It was all his family. I wanted to make it perfect. I'm still trying to make an impression. Um, I have a mouth on me. Like, everybody knows I'm quick with the mouth. And I, I'm quick to cut somebody out. So I had spread out all this food. And, you know, I had a buffet style, so everybody was coming around and I'm like, you know, serving the food and your mom comes around and she she sees the scrambled eggs and she's like, no, baby, no, baby, I don't eat scrambled eggs. Mm -mm." And so I I like she scared me when she said that. I don't think I've ever said that. Like, no, you never the way that she said it. Like, I was like, and my antenna went up. Yes, (laughs) because because this is. This is a this is a moment, right? And all right, this is my girlfriend. And you can easily say, "Well, hey, look, scrambled eggs is what we got," <laughs> which is probably you. You're likely to say something like that, right? So, but instead, I said, um, "Do you like sunny side up? Do you like like hard fried hard? What do you like?" She's like, "I like." hard and I was like I'll fry you a couple of eggs hard and no you problem. was on the stove talking about do you want your yolks cracked I said oh <laughs> oh I love this girl that's not who I am as a person but that I'm really big on family and but I, that's who you were right. in the moment for this but I also understand your mother would have seen that as disrespect if I said hey Scrambled eggs eat these got. fucking eggs like yes. this is what the fuck I made your mother would have seen that as disrespect because she's of a certain generation. Yes. And I know that. And I wasn't fit to try her that day. You know, and I'm not going to try her in general because I understand that this disrespect is generational. Like, hopefully our generation, as we're raising kids, are, don't have that hair trigger for disrespect. And we're raising kids who are more cognizant of the things that they say and are, are freer to express themselves because... They have that. Conflict resolution is a zero where you can never express yourself. I had no concept of concept of conflict resolution as a as an adult because I could never learn how to resolve conflicts as a kid. Right. So back to the spanking thing though. Okay. So what with which how you got spanked, how did you approach spanking your kids? I was spanking them. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't But understand. when when no, because you don't spank now. You're not spanking now. When was your unlearn? Um, my unlearn was, um, was actually, all right. So it started right before I met you. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the thought and like some of the things that was going on. I remember Dylan, um, was peeing on the toilet seat 
really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every, I mean, every every time he would just pee all over the seat, right? And um, I was mad, kind of, kind of had it, and I spanked him good, mm-hmm. right? And <clears throat> his resolution was. I'm just going to sit down when I pee. <gasps> is right? that where the sitting down? This is why he sits down to pee to this day. Damn. And um, it was wrong. It was wrong. But right? then Dylan being autistic, you can apologize, but you don't know if that connects to the situation. It doesn't. And he connects to situations based off of based off of how it hits him. Right. At, wow. That's not what I meant to say. Yes. But like, you know, that's, he he internalized it as, you know, not just getting the beat, and which, which, you know, I mean, him, him having autism, you know, he, he doesn't understand everything, but he does understand things. Right. And um, But it's also a thing that it, for him to understand, it has to be in the moment. Like... It can't be later. It can't be later. It can't like, be Like, you can't say, remember when you did X, Y, Z. No. You can recreate the situation, which is what I do a lot. Like, hey, 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 stop. Forks don't go in the trash can. Like, stop what you're doing. Let's pick up the fork. Let's put right. it in the sink. Let's throw the, the plate away because it's, it's paper. It ha- I mean, it, it has to be in the moment. Right. And then I also remember um, one time um, spanking Chelsea when I was mad and I, I, it was too much. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, in the moment, uh, I knew it was too much. And then, yeah, I mean, I always had a thing, though, where after I spanked them, mm-hmm. I did the same thing my dad did for me. Right. Which was we would sit down after the spanking while you're still crying. Right, saying, "Hey, I spanked you because I love you." Right, I, I, I want you to get a lesson out of this. Right. I'm not just <clears throat> spanking you just to spank you, and um, I would do that, and I did that. Um, but when I spanked Chelsea that one time, not only d- did I say I spanked you because I love you, I also said I'm sorry because I was mad, and. I was net like I wasn't okay in those moments, and how old was she? Um, eight. And you know Chelsea's a cute cutie pie. I know she had them big old eyes looking at you, and you probably felt like a piece of shit. Oh, I did. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was one of it was one of my worst feelings. Like you're not an emotional person. You're damn sure not a crier. But I'm looking at you recount this memory, seeing your eyes get glossy, like. Shit, nobody, that was that hurt my feelings. Nobody on the show or nobody listening to the show can see that. Well, I'm that's why I'm describing it. Oh, you didn't want that's what you was. I'm sorry, right? I'm not a crier, guys. And, and, <laughs> You're and, not a crier, and um, crying, crying is not what I do, but this is like if you should cry about anything, this will be the shit you cry about, right. What are you talking about your kid? Like it's your kid. And then and then me being wrong in parenting when you know you try you 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 try your hardest, you try your best. Right. And And at eight you were you were just starting out as a single parent. Yeah, I was I I was. And the the same thing with the um with the with the Dylan Dylan and the and the toilet. And that's a hard ass adjustment, like I'm not going to give you any extra credit because you know how I feel about men and parenting, but I'm going to say this. Um, when you told me you were a single parent, I didn't believe you for real. Like I was like, all right, nigga, like single dad air quotes. Like I'm sure they got, they got the nigga on the weekend, every other weekend, something like that. But you're not a single dad because you are not immensely, uh, you have not, you didn't dive into parenting because you're by yourself. But then I realized you're by yourself. Like, shit. (laughs) You are really by yourself. And if anybody deserves a kind of grace, it's it's 
people like you who have to like learn. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm sure. And we've had the conversation before, like when you were married and you were parenting as a married person, of course you were being a parent, but when the load is shared, you don't have to deal with certain stuff or like you get, at least get a sounding board to like deal together. But when you're by yourself, you just by yourself. And, and I, th- I think actually part of that was, the the stress from it mm-hmm. um when i was when i was married especially early on when the kids were babies mm-hmm. i worked a lot um you know she she shouldered the parenting weight like a lot of yeah. mothers do and i got to i mean i got to come i got to come home um food was done a lot of times the kids were already in bed because we were crazy with the the um, schedule. The schedule. I'm, I'm not surprised. So if I if I came home and it was eight o'clock, the kids were in bed already. So I missed them, you know, a few days out of the week. Mm-hmm. And transitioning later when they were with me more, um, you know, it was it was a stressful time. Right. And. I appreciate the grace you gave me, but still, though, you got to do. I wasn't going to say it, but here we are. I mean, you got to do. You got to do. Right. Like, in in a perfect world, you would have started off being that in the mixed parent. But we don't live in a perfect world. And that's part of, part of it is because the society doesn't expect men to raise their kids. Like, let's just be honest. Because we can... I, I say, this is my sore spot. Every time, like, with my ex-husband, we would be in the park. We would be in the grocery store. He's holding Jameson. Oh, my God. You're such a good You're dad. You're such a wonderful father. Look at you holding that nigga. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, he's literally just holding him. You're like, such a great dad. You're such a great dad. Look at you. And even my, you know, annoyance now, like, Jameson's father has him every other weekend. He posts a picture, and it's a billion people under the picture. <gasps> Look at you being a wonderful parent. And I'm like, all right, like. But you know what? I would I would get that too, and I would roll my eyes at people. Say, hey, everybody, anybody listening? If you said I was a great dad, I believed you. I'm just I'm yeah. just speaking. But like, I I would get so much credit, right? And sometimes I felt like I was like, yo, I'm just here. Where well, I'm like, doing all this shit. Like you didn't even see me do anything, nope. and you're talking about how great of a dad I am. Now I'm sitting here trying to be the best dad that I can be, um, but I got some automatic credit that was kind of bullshit. Right. It it is kind of bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit. But I deserve all of it right now, though. <laughs> so if you see a picture right. of me right now, you know, tell me tell me what it is. Um, which we did on Father's Day, which was hilarious. Like I was being extra on purpose on Father's Day because here he goes with that. Father's don't get nothing on Father's Day. And we just go barbecue in the backyard. And I was like, we're going to make this the best fucking Father's Day in the entire world because not, I mean, you deserved it, but I was also being extra. I was about to say, even with, even with that and that being your motivation, I had the best Father's Day on record. Really? Really. On record? On record. Write that shit down. Why don't I have a Louis bag yet? My God. And, you know, how, however extra and however sarcastic you were being (laughs) or whatever, I had the best time. And I appreciate you. Thank you. Well, I'm glad. So let's, let's do this then. Top two, top three things you've unlearned from parenting as you, your kids have gotten older, you've gotten more mature from your, your childhood or what you thought you were supposed to be doing as a parent. Top three, no particular order. Um, you give me your top three because I have not thought about this at all. Okay. That's good. Cause I didn't want you to think about it. Cause it's supposed to come on the fly. Anyway, top three, you have to spank your kids and spanking and discipline them the same shit. Like. I've learned that's bullshit. Spanking your child is not disciplining your child because discipline as a um, a principle is you directing your behavior to a certain goal. Like you, it has to be inwardly motivated. Like that's discipline. I, you know, you have to be disciplined on a lifestyle change. You have to be disciplined to work out. Like I don't want to equate discipline to me whooping anybody's ass because that's not discipline. That's coming from me. Discipline has to come from you. 
Like that's number one. Yes. Number two is grown folks business, quote unquote. Right. Like stay out of grown folks business. Stay out of that. I was so stupid and naive and green because I didn't know any grown folks business. I didn't know how you were supposed to carry yourself. I didn't know anything. And it was because I was always kept out of those conversations unless it was convenient for my, my mom and she needed somebody to vent to. So I had this very weird relationship with grown people's business. And I share a lot with Jaden. Some shit is not appropriate for me to share with her. Shit, I share a lot with Jameson. You know, Jameson asks questions like, why don't you and my dad live together? Why are you not married? Like, I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. We didn't work out. <laughs> like, no candy-coated answers. No, I love your daddy very much. And No. Mm-mm. Me and your father didn't work out. When you're older, we'll have a discussion about how and why me and your father didn't work out. But I'm not about to candy-coat it for you. With Jaden, I was like... Daddy snored too bad, and that's why mommy didn't, you know, had to get her own house. That was bullshit. Right. And she didn't deserve that because I wanted her, I, she should have known from the age she was asking, which five or six, hey, me and your dad had differences and we didn't work out. Not because the nigga snored too hard, you know, or whatever bu that bullshit answer that I told her. And my number one is that I'm not one of your little friends shit is harmful because I'll tell my daughter I'm not her friend, I'm not one of her friends in a certain sense. But my goal as a parent is for me and Jada to be friends as she gets older. And the shit starts now. The trust starts now. The understanding starts now. I don't want her to have to have this big forgive of her mom before she can be my friend when she's an adult like I had to do with my mom. Right. Those are my big three. Wow, those are good. So um, with me, um, one is that um, I, you don't have to shape them into what, what they are. Um, you can, you can obviously guide them and help them mm -hmm. and give them advice and, uh, direction, but what they want and who they want to be is, is on them. Uh, and, and as a parent, you can, you can kind of just support that, mm -hmm. um, the other thing is... Wait, can I stop you and ask you, like, do you feel like that was your experience? I... F Never mind, I know your dad. So, yes, it was. Kind of. Yeah, your dad wanted you to be who he wanted you to be. Your dad is very big into respectability politics and what you should be doing as a such and such or what you should be doing at this age or... I have gone the harder road and you should not have to go the harder road. And it's not just a love and, hey, I love you. I don't want you to go down this. It's, nigga, listen, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. The biggest or the the one fight that I remember me and my dad had. I mean, it, was, it wasn't so much a fight, but there was definitely like some issue and some tension was when I decided to go to Philly. Um, he wanted me to go to state. NC like State? NC State. And, and, and be here. Mm -hmm. um, but I decided to go to Philly and we had tension, right? Um, he was I mean, obviously still there for me. He drove me to Philly. Right. He was there the whole time. Um, but we had like, a, and I think that was the first time I didn't listen to him. Oh, shit. So you had one of those TV moments like, I'm not living your dream, dad. <laughs> Which, I mean... That's crazy. It is. It. I mean, it. It. It kind of is. And um, you know, as actually, autism helped me even come up with that because knowing that knowing that I can't make Dylan mm -hmm. me right. It. It actually allowed me to accept him, and. And, may, and maybe it spilled into how I deal with Chelsea, too. Right. Um, which, obviously, I can't make Chelsea me, but I can make her who I want her to be. Or at least that's what I felt. Right. Which was wrong. Um, that's all I got for now. That's because, cool. you know, the the... I mean, obviously, I don't think that... Or I don't feel the same way about spanking as I right, did. Right, you don't. Um, as, as, as or I even raising your voice. Like... You was on a yelling with proportion of my mom and I when I you know, when we started getting into it, I was like, Hey, we can't do this. Like, y'all can't and it wasn't you yelling, it was y'all yelling at each other. 
And being in a yelling ass house is triggering for me. And I couldn't do it. Like, I was like, we can't, we can't do this shit. People listening, these were harm. These were harmless. Harmless yells. yells. Thank you. Yes. Cause, cause Harm- no, let, not let, abusive let, let, yells. Let's be clear. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cause, but harmless cause that's yells. That's not what I do. Because the way y'all go back and forth with each other is completely harmless, but it's aggressive. Right. That's a right. better way to put it. Yeah. Because I. Yeah. Because I, I just don't be. Yeah, you don't know, just be yelling. That. But I was like, I can't do that because the way that I was raised, I was always getting yelled at, or people were always yelling around me. And Jaden. The way it made her shut down and be uncomfortable, I think that you really stopped when you started spending more time with her and really understanding how it affected her because that's not where she came from. Right. And that was a, that, that, that was a thing. Um, even though, even now, um, while, you know, I, 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 tried, I try to do the same thing when I'm talking to both of them, but individually, I still talk to Jaden different than right. I talk to Chelsea um, because they're so different. Right. And you have to, um, you have to cater your parents into the child you're dealing with. Yes. You have to. I think that was a good discussion. It was. We didn't even talk about everything well, we you wanted talk to talk about, okay. I don't think. Because I think this conversation was important to have. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to give you a minute. Go ahead and plug your socials. Um, on Instagram, I'm Clutch25. Um, on Twitter, he's not. <laughs> on, on, right on Twitter, I'm I'm not there. Um, but yeah, I'm I mean I'm always gonna be around and I'm gonna be here through um, your show and everything that you do. Right. Um, and exciting news coming out of Flawless Noises is Colin is starting his own podcast. Oh, we're doing that even though I'm you not. Get to, um, everybody comes on my show and plugs their shit. I'm not gonna let my own person plug their shit. Yeah, but okay. I thought I would have a little bit more to plug when we got there. Um, but you got to fly starting... by the seat of your pants. Yes, got to jump in. All right, so coming soon to yes. flawless, flawless noises media uh, is going to be my podcast. It's called Common Sense Corner. Uh, since C E N T S, it's uh, basically a financial literacy <clears throat> podcast um, that is there to bridge the generational wealth gap for black people oh that's um good. i mean that's I like that that's a good tagline that's what the show that's what the show is right mm-hmm. um we've you know suffered systematic oppression um you know and just there's a lot of common knowledge out there that we don't know because um, ain't nobody there to tell us Right. I mean, it's 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 some things that we haven't learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's some things that some people have learned uh, and just and just haven't shared. Um, so what I want to do is is have this podcast out there. I'll be given I'll be given game every week. I'm with it because um, I benefit from this game, y'all <laughs> like free, free game. Right. And it's it's funny because I always joke like, oh, you know, you're rich, you got money and stuff like that. But we ain't rich. Like we're not rich, rich. But the way that we live or the way that we're able to live because you have good money sense is amazing. Like I am always blown away because when I when I give you like I trust you with my shit. And when I trusted you with my shit, shit just started opening up like, oh, my God, I can go to Target. <laughs> you know? Oh my God! I can go to Target. <laughs> I can go to Target and spend a hundred dollars and not be worried like for a month and a half. Like fuck. That's why. See, that's why I'm broke now because I shouldn't have went to fucking Target and spent a hundred dollars. Like. Oh my God. But um, but yes, it's all about it's all about um managing. It's all about knowing, and it's mainly about intention. So, and I'm I'm praying and hoping, and I know you so I'm like at any level, any financial level, because a lot of financial literally literacy shit is geared to save a hundred million dollars, and that's how you're financially literate. Right, and that's and that's not and that's not what this is. Right. This is this is for the minimum wage worker. This is for the worker who makes two hundred grand. This is for the one who their job contributes to their four hundred one k. This is for the one who has no idea how they're going to retire, if they retire. But what this show is going to do and what this game is for 
is it's not just for the person who's listening, but it's for their kids and their kids' kids. And it's all about how are you going to leave something? How are you going to set your children up to where they start further along than you did? I'm going to write a book called Mary Rich. Yes. Okay. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, So the podcast is on its way. Um, The social medias are out there now, Mm -hmm. so you could follow. Uh, On Instagram, it's Common Sense Corner. Once again, that's C-E-N-T-S. On Twitter, it's Com Sense Corner. And if you want to email, you can do that too at mail at commonsensecorner.com. I would love for you to do like real Susie Orman shit and do bust down, like financial bust downs for people. Like this is what you need to do because they send you their shit and they're like, what do I do? You know that might be if that might be a future segment on the show. I'm with it. Me too. Good. Well, Colin, I appreciate you. Oh, and you're my executive producer. Yes, I am. Executive produced by me, all in the video in a shiny suit. Yes. Y'all, I appreciate you listening. Uh, this has been Mama Meets World. Um, I hope you guys have a good week. As always, Twitter is Mama Meets Pod. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, wait. Yeah, Twitter is Mama Meets Pod. <laughs> My personal Twitter is underscore is Miss Bree. That's the that's the real Bree, not the just the Mama Bree. Um, Instagram is Mama Meets World Pod. Uh, Brie Tascal is my personal Instagram. Email is Mama Meets World Pod at gmail.com. And of course, you can always find me at Flawless Noises. Very, very quick special shout out to my nieces, Mecca and Mercedes. IT loves you so much. Happy birthday. It's their first Happy birthday. birthday. Fourth, fourth birthday. Um, and they were they were preemies. So, so they were born less than three pounds apiece. And now they're my little chunky snuggle butts. So anyway, all thank you so much for listening. Colin, thank you so much for being a good sport and being on. Thank you, Daddy. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.